What up, y'all? Welcome back to another new money movement. Got a fantastic week here for you. A lot of crazy explosive news has happened, and we're going to open with the hottest story as of today. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. You're getting it on a Thursday, but this is the hottest story in the world right now. As you probably imagine, Elon Musk, you guys have likely already heard of it. Twitter's board accepted Elon Musk's bid to take over the company and go private. You know, some people think he's going to be way too powerful now. I, you know, some people think it doesn't really matter at all. You know, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle, but this is a crazy turn of events. Uh, essentially what happened was, I suppose the Twitter board didn't take this guy seriously and didn't think that he could secure the financing. So Musk will use $25.5 billion borrowed from a dozen banks led by Morgan Stanley and tap his own capital for the remaining reportedly. Uh, you know, I think the actual financing details probably are a little bit murky, um, but that is reportedly what it is. So kind of a 50-50 split, probably leveraging his equity, kind of a big bet. You know, you could argue this is more sort of uh, spirit, not spiritual, but like, more symbolic of of you know he says he's a free speech absolutist he says this means a lot to him you know i've talked about how i think this guy's maybe just bored and looking for a plaything. uh when you're the richest person in the world you know this this is what <laughs> this is my this is like your sort of hobby i mean tesla spacex you know trying to like drag human civilization to this new utopia is is your sort of day job and then your hobby maybe is is uh buying a, a public company uh, one of the most notable in the world and taking it private and so some people think that uh you know he's going to ruin the platform you know they they're worried about having all that control uh, by one person you know and you know he's probably going to make some changes i think He's going to make the company a lot more efficient, much more logical. You know, I think he's going to walk up in there once, you know, and, and this isn't like this could fall through. It probably won't, but it's not like official, official, apparently. Um, they've accepted the bid. They got to go through the, you know, dog and pony show and and, and kind of, you know, figure out and, and uh, you know, it'll take some time for it to actually happen, but it'll be just very um I, I don't know because listen i thought this thing was gonna drag on i thought they had no interest i had no idea that they weren't taking him seriously from a financing perspective like i would have been like yeah this guy probably could do this he could pull it up financially like that was their sticking point i thought it was sort of all you know and you know pundits and different things uh, were saying well essentially like they just don't want you know one person running it they don't think maybe it's the best for the company or they think maybe there's some longer term plan that they're working on they're just starting to get things going but when you look at the stock over the past decade it's been sideways you know crappy financial performance uh, overall and they have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders to take the best deal or make the best uh, decision on behalf of them and it looks like they did that and so it's one of the biggest acquisitions of a tech company in history and it'll likely affect the direction of social media i think he'll probably take his hands off I saw this one thing where they were saying that, uh, you know, some some people are arguing to keep democracy, we need to increase moderation. And like, you know, and I think that's kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't really make much sense to me because if you're silencing people and, you know, it's talk, silencing misinformation. Well, you know, for the longest time, everything you talk anything about COVID, it was misinformation. And then as the facts emerge and things happen, it's like, oh, that actually wasn't misinformation. You were just too early for us so there was that and, and and i'm not saying that like 
I, I'm against misinformation or for mis or like whatever the fuck. But it's just like, I it's it's just so funny to me how people, some people, and I mean, these are just talking heads. I feel like most people are like, ah, well, you know, but the, the, these sort of talking heads where they say, you know, oh, we need to silence people so people can have a voice. Like, I, I don't understand that. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. Maybe I'm missing something here. So he seems to be like that. Now, I definitely think that there is a role uh, for some of these tech companies to to have a sort of presence to step in uh, when, you know, with harassment and guidelines and things like that. I hope he doesn't like not like, you know, abolish guidelines and things like that. And it's just like a free for all. I, I You know, I, free speech is free speech. I get it. But like there is some hateful damning stuff that's happened uh, on social media. And there are some positive things that these tech companies have done to help creators and, and users and try to keep a more positive platform because there's a lot of nasty stuff out there. There's a lot of nasty people with lives who suck. So they come and they take it out uh, on, on random people to feel something. Uh, that's just the way it is. And so they've done a good job to create community guidelines and things like that. I, you know, I think he's still gonna have that, uh, but you know, who knows? So the platform will probably get better, but I don't know how much better. I, like, who knows? Like this, it, it really could be like a nothing thing. Like it just Twitter kind of stays the same. He does a few marginal improvements, um, but it can only take it so far. Or he could take this thing to the moon and it just becomes this rocket ship, you know, company. And it's just so much better, exponentially better. Now, you know, he's take if, you know, he's intending to take the company private and I don't really think he'll make maybe make it public again but like this isn't something where it's like tesla where you know it's just like a crazy stock and it's like dogecoin or whatever it's like going nuts it's going to be a private company so it'll just the product is really what's going to uh going to sort of dictate how well this does as opposed to the stock price with a lot of companies when there's something that happens or an acquisition or whatever you kind of look at the stock price and and, and that, that that's like the indicator the first thing that people look at but you won't be able to see that so just a really interesting story I think, listen, I, I don't know why that, why they thought that he couldn't pull this off. I mean, if like, and, and a second in this, apparently, we don't know everything, right? But apparently, as soon as he actually has the money to do it, I mean, don't doubt the richest person in the world that they could pull this off and talk to some bankers to fucking pull this off. Like that, that was just like, are you serious? But anyway, he's got the money ready to rock and they did it. They said, they said, screw it. And uh, I think Jack Dorsey is going to walk away with just under a billion. Um, Parag, the new CEO, probably not going to be around a long time, right? He's, he's probably going to get let go unless he, you know, makes a, a very nice case <laughs> to to Mr. Musk. But he's going to walk away, I think, 30 million bucks. So, hey, listen, you worked for a few months and got 30 million dollars plus whatever the hell else you got. Like, uh, it's a pretty good stint, in my opinion. <laughs> um, in other tech news, so the EU passed sweeping new tech regulations on Saturday, setting tougher rules for how digital platforms serve users' content, so Facebook, Google, Twitter, uh, and it looks like they really want to have a sort of like look at the algorithms and how they work. Uh, they want to know how it's recommending content to users, and they actually want access to the algorithms of, of, of exactly how they work, forcing platforms to more aggressively police harmful content so they're basically going to increase people to clamp down on you know bad users and basically moderate heavily 
you know, I, I, I kind of cringe because I'm like, uh, you know, they, they already moderate pretty damn heavy right now. And restricting online advertising, including banning ads targeting minors and ads targeting users based on religion, gender, sexual preferences. So, you know, understandably so, there's this polarizing sort of story. You know, I think te big tech's probably going to push back against it. It's a law now, though. I'm pretty sure it's like legit legitimately a law. I think Canada's looking at something very similar. And so they're just coming clamping. That doesn't really fucking matter to, to us. Like it's unless the product gets dramatically worse, like we're still going to use it. It's still going to be fine. We're still going to see the stuff we want unless we're crazy and we're watching crazy backward shit, which I really don't think a lot of us are. So yeah, we'll see if this comes to Canada, comes to the West, but um, I guess for the EU, it's a little bit of a tougher story. And again, Facebook and the EU have had a lot of, or meta, I guess, had a lot of issues in the past as well with just different sticking points saying they're the pullout of, of Europe. And there's like, I don't know, just stuff all over the place. So we'll see how this law shapes the platforms. Probably won't be too significant for us. If you guys are looking for a new credit card that's awesome and gives you great cash back you're looking for a fantastic savings account that'll give you a good yield a good return on your money for i mean it's not going to give you 10 percent, but it'll give you something then you guys need to check out neo financial they are a proud sponsor of the show uh, and they've supported your boy for some time and so uh, i would love for you guys to check out some of the products they are in my opinion, one of the best things in fintech in Canada right now, uh, especially for young Canadians. Uh, so, you know, and who knows, maybe Americans soon, but uh, right now Canadians. So if you guys are interested at all in getting a better credit card, better savings account, better uh, want to build a credit with their credit builder, check out the link in the description. I'm telling y'all, you will not regret it. So Florida Governor DeSantis seeks to end Walt Disney's special tax district. So Disney, basically a, a run back of the story. We talked about it the past few weeks. They kind of had some choice words, you know, for the don't say gay bill, as it's so called uh, in, in, uh, in Florida. It's a new bill around basically, you know, not being prohibited, I think, K through three, uh, grade three of kids, you know, learning about like sexual sexual orientation and sexual stuff and, and all that kind of stuff. It's basically saying you can't talk to them about that from K through three. I, To my understanding, I haven't read the whole freaking bill. So like, you know, whatever. But that's to my understanding what it is. And, you know, there there's stipulate, you know, a lot of people have took umbrage with it because I think it might be, you know, you, you can't say anything about it. And so people feel like it's wrong because it suppresses it and and other people feel like you know you shouldn't be talking to kids about that so it's very controversial in general and so disney initially didn't have a stance bob chapik ceo said yo listen man i'm not going to be that person that ceo that token ceo that says some bs and nothing happened so i'm not going to say anything and i think he said that to some to, to some extent got lit the hell up by his uh, internally by employees um you know i think people were walking out on him um you know, I think Disney, like Raven Simone, um, I, I saw it was a video. She's walking out of the studio. You know, it was this big, big, big internal conflict that came out of this. He he he, he changed his stance, totally flip flop, and like, you know what? Actually, yeah, we don't we don't support this at all. Whatever. And then now he's into it with uh, DeSantis, who's a very right wing governor and, and uh, Disney overall is a left wing sort of company. They lean left with, you know, the sort of their messaging and things like that and, and uh, their, their, their sort of values. Uh, so this is like a huge, huge, huge sticking point. And Disney apparently, I'm not sure if they have this in California, but Disney World 
uh, is it Disney World, Disneyland? I don't know, I always get them confused. But the one in Florida has a special tax status where essentially they can sort of govern themselves, they can levy tax or whatever. They're like their own municipality. And that basically means when you think about like governments and zoning and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, imagine how much of a pain it would be for, 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 you know, them to go and get approved for this zoning or get approved to the thing by like whatever city, right? They, they can just put up whatever they want. They want a new ride. They can just put it up, right? They don't have to consult whatever they, if Disney wants to do it, they put it up again. I don't know how it is in Cali. I feel like that's probably not as straightforward as in California, but they might, they might have that as well. They might have that as well, but um, it's a very, very streamlined process for them in Florida. And so, now they're gonna lose that tax status uh, and they're as a special tax district. They're not special anymore. It's starting June 1st, essentially what's gonna happen. It's probably gonna slow down the company. It's probably gonna be a huge pain in the butt. And yeah, maybe this guy should have, this Bob Chapek guy shouldn't have said anything because allegedly this is, that's the sort of why this is happening because he criticized them. He said, say less, took it away. And it's, yeah, it feels like so many articles these days are politicians taking umbrage with a big company. It, it just seems like that is just every other article. It's like this, you know, AOC or DeSantis or so whoever, they just hate big companies. Corporations are just like public enemy number one in, in one way or another. So, you know, just another story of a corporation kind of getting uh, lambasted. I think this pretty much this whole episode is just about corps and things like that. So let's see if we got some other stuff here. Nope, another corporation story. So. I saw this, this is pretty interesting. So the biggest CEO pay package so far, 835 million uh, to this ad tech firm called Trade Desk. So, I mean, it's over a few years, but basically it's one of the biggest pay packages of a CEO in, in, in history, 835 million, that's crazy. I mean, most of it is equity and, and stock and options that vest or become exercisable in, in eight batches if the company's stock price rises significantly over the next decade but you know, pretty significant stuff. Again, this is this is dependent on the stock price and their sort of exercise sort of levels. But yeah, I mean, kind of a cool story. Really wanted to share that, 835 million. The CEO is getting paid more and more and more. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know, you know, Trade Desk. I mean, let's look up that, let's look at that company. Do they even like, is that a B2B company? Like, or is it just all white collar workers that work there? Digital marketing company. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, they got 2,000 employees. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I wonder what, you know, oh, all those employees think of that. Um, that's a lot of money. Um, but again, it's, it's all subject to the stock price. Actually, you know, something happening, right? So, guys, great resignation. Um, still going on. There's still so much labor needed by all different companies and all different roles and everything like that. There's still like a, such a hot market. Inflation's running really, really high. Uh, wage growth has, has sort of kept pace with it. So you could say that real wage growth, real wage growth basically is wage growth, you know, subtract inflation more or less. And you could, you could argue that real wage growth has been sort of stagnant because inflation has been so high and the average wage, wage growth has been sort of, you know, flat. But I mean, I think, I think about that though, like if you're making the same as you were last year, then you're, you know, you're negative weight, you have negative wage growth, but like negative real wage growth. And, and yeah, that's basically like, it's, it's, that's a, it's like an average number across the, like all of the country. So like 
A lot of people have jumped, you know, jobs and, and gotten a 20, 30, 40% increase in their in their wages and how much they make. And there's a lot of cases and, and there's a whole article uh, about people and like actual like quotes from uh, from different people who were in sort of like a, a wage job and maybe a lower not I don't want to say lower end job, but like a uh, like a a more um, yeah, just a lower wage job. That's pretty much what it was—a lower wage job. They were making okay money, but they wanted, they longed for something more. And th basically, there's been so much social mobility and and people being able to like level up because there's just so much demand. So people getting into tech and getting in and, and taking a few courses and and filling roles and getting butts in seats because people the standards for hiring apparently have, have dropped quite a bit and people are able to hey like jump in no college degree necessary i think there was this uh this one uh, person alexis was in retail sales at his job in uh, san francisco immigrated from mexico as a toddler like his parents didn't go to college when covid 19 broke out and dried up his commissions he found he, you know he found that his job wasn't cutting it for him he heard about a position at a software maker that came with the promise of on the job training hey listen don't worry you don't need to know anything we'll just take you we just need people for god's sakes and got in and is crushing it and just making way more money so it's a positive story and a lot of people have gotten a lot of better opportunities with this sort of uh, hot market and so you know i love to see it i love to see it you know people blah 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 real wage growth blah 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 like there's a lot of people like then go out and, and 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 get a new job that pays you 10, 20, 30% more because it's out there. My friend, if you're in a white collar job still, and you're not fully satisfied with how much you're making and you're fulfilled and whatever, there are so many jobs out there for you. Please go look because it's just story after fucking story of this awesome thing for workers and people in general, uh, for new opportunities. Uh, and, and you know, if the if the market turns or if there's if there's just like a switch and things dry up a little bit, then you know you're gonna wish that you made the jump when when people really wanted you. And so take advantage of it because I know. Pre-COVID, it was a tighter, much tighter market. It was tough to get a job. And now it's like, man, you could work anywhere. Like, you can't just become a CEO or whatever. It's still, you know, whatever. But like, yeah, like it's just, it's it's wide open. And, and, and so go out and get it, man. It's there. Speaking of inflation, there's just other things called I-bonds. And basically they pay 10% interest. And, and it, it basically how it how it works is it's a, it's a government bond and it hedges against interest. It's really attractive. These government savings bonds offer a guaranteed return, but the rules can get a little complicated. Uh, so you know there, there's a cap. I think the I think there's ten thousand dollars annually that you can put into to an I bond. So it's not like that significant. You know, I mean, not to say that ten thousand isn't significant, but like it's not life changing money to get ten percent on on ten thousand um, dollars. I think well, it's, it's a thousand bucks. Yeah, it's a thousand bucks. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good, actually. Never mind. I take that back. If you put in ten k at the start and it stays like that, but the interest on U.S. Treasury Series I bonds. Oh yeah, Canada. Sorry, everybody else. Sorry. This is this is a, uh, this is a, an American thing. The current interest rate is seven point one two percent and will rise to nine point six beginning in May. I think it oscillates though. So to say it's going to be 10%, I think that's sort of a clickbait title. So I apologize. 
but it's it, it it hedges against inflation and and you can't put in your life savings into that because that'd be fucking great to get you know seven eight nine ten percent on all your wealth you know that'd be great <laughs> but apparently that's just not the especially in this market but that, that's not that's that's not the case but some economists say inflation may have peaked and if that's the case the interest rate uh, on, on these i bonds will start to fall as the, uh, inflation falls and things like that so it just sort of keeps pace with inflation and you can put a limited amount but hey Pretty cool thing. Also, guys, earnings season, uh, it's here. Q1 is done and it's April. So a lot of big companies are reporting uh, last week, this week, next week, earnings season, earnings season, earnings season. And all that really is, is basically big companies report how much they made, what's going on, what the, what's their outlook for the next few months and things like that. We've talked about quarterly earnings and things like that. So Google and Microsoft, I think today are set to report their earnings after market closes. Um, and so, the, you know, it could be a positive news story. I think the market has been sort of like, bah. So maybe this could give a little bit of a jump. Um, and and I, I honestly haven't looked at, like I've been so busy with work and shit. Like I haven't looked at my brokerage accounts and, and uh, my, my, my investment accounts and whatever. I'm just, you know, I just haven't. And I, I kind of like it that way because I used to check like multiple times a day and it's like, you, what am I doing? What am I gonna do? I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just, I'm just gonna do the same stuff that I've been doing. Auto buy, auto buy, auto buy, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's cool. It's cool to talk about. Like I always say on this show, man, I like, I enjoy talking about this stuff. I enjoy, you know, I hope you guys enjoy talking about like listening and, and learning about this stuff. I feel like it makes you more engaged and educated and things like that. But ultimately, you're probably not gonna change your day because of Microsoft earnings, right? These are just like cool things to talk about and speculate on. It's food for thought, but yeah, it's it's not that important, you know, to your, to your daily life. So just really quick, the way I structure the podcast now is like, this is like news to stay informed and kind of just know what's going on, you know, you know, uh, dinner party fodder, if you will, you know, stuff to talk about, you know, be that educated person in your group, whatever you can, oh yeah, I heard about this, I heard about that. And then, and then on the Monday, we talk about more evergreen, more impactful, uh, you know, episode uh, for you that can, you can actually be actionable and you can take and go and run with your life, um, which is really cool. Now, this one actually might affect you if, if you're American. Sorry, a lot of American stories. This is the last story, actually. Fidelity Investments plans to allow investors to put Bitcoin in their account, the 401k, which would be the first retirement plan provider to do so. So this is really interesting because I believe the US Department of Labor regulates the 401k. They have huge reservations around adding crypto uh, to 401k accounts. Employers are probably gonna steer clear of this. I mean, think about it if you're a company and you, and you, you have thousands of employees, let's say, that trust you to provide good plans and provide good things. And I mean, like there's self-directed ones, I believe. I'm really not sure about 401ks, but like some people I imagine don't have really have a choice and they sort of are like, just put in this sort of like, automated portfolio, let's say. And so they, they put a lot of trust in, in the people who, you know, organize that, the committee and, and who they invest with and what fund they're with and whatever, right? Pension plans and, and, and different things like that. Not really 401ks, but just, just in general, you, you, they, they have a huge responsibility for millions of people, that, these different companies. And to speculate on crypto is, is, is probably not in their appetite for a very long time, given that it's just getting going. And so employees like, I, yeah, Fidelity, and I, I don't even know if this is actually gonna happen because when I read this story initially, I was like, Fidelity, that's not really your call. It, like, can't the gov just shut you down on that? And it looks like they're kind of just like, 
okay, do it, but like we don't really love it. And like, if you slip up once, we're gonna come in and shut this shit down. That seems what the sort of vibe is right now. But this move comes a month after the Labor Department expressed concerns. And you know, they're basically, there's maybe Fidelity's thinking, hey, Let's be a let's be a first mover on this. Uh, the market's sideways right now. Uh, people are more desperate for returns uh, with inflation so high. Maybe this is a great time to say, hey, here's a here's a here's an alternative asset. Alts, right? Alts are the are the new thing. And this could open the door for NFTs and different crypto and things like that. I mean, I don't know. Do, do people really need that in their 401k? I mean, at this stage in this era, right, maybe in 10 years, 20 years, whatever. But do we really got to put people who don't know who don't know really a lot of people with a 401k are just just regular people who don't really care they just want you know to have a good good sort of plan so that they can retire and, and have some money do, do we really need to add that risk to them because you could argue that you disclose it to everybody you know that and i'm just thinking down the line right here. you could argue that they disclose it to everybody but a lot of people don't really know what's in their 401k they might conceptually know but they don't really know what they're invested in and that's, you could argue that's on them or whatever. But again, this is just from my perspective, thinking of it as like an RRSP uh, in Canada. A lot of people don't know what the hell it is or what, what they're invested in, whatever. Like, I mean, I've seen it first fucking hand that like they just have no idea what's in that thing. There's a lot of sort of responsibility that these employers have. And so that's probably why they're they're very um, antsy about it. They also don't want to get sued. You, you always got to talk about that. They want to get sued. But it is an interesting story. We'll see how regulators and fidelity and vanguard and all these different bigger platforms and things like that uh, work with, with with regulators to, to maybe implement this into the mainstream but it's going to take some time but it is interesting to see so guys that's pretty much all the stories i have for you today thank you so so much uh, i really appreciate it guys as always uh, i had a few people reach out from last episode and and it was so awesome to hear your thoughts about the stories and the things like that and and so i'd love to hear your thoughts about elon about these the 401k bitcoin thing about uh you know eu and and just like everything that we talked about today i would love to hear from you guys thank you so so much i appreciate y'all i love y'all but for now i'm out this mother peace